0: We're not parents, but some of our best friends are. And we're here to share wisdom and observations from an unbiased, non-parental. I'm James. I'm Thomas. We're two non-parents interested in the world of parenting. This This is is Dink. Dink. This is something I was briefly telling you about um, earlier, James. Uh, But as you know, and many of our listeners may know, um, I have clinical depression. Um, And what that has meant, particularly in the last year, is I'll go through swaths of time where I feel incredibly down, incredibly low, and it feels overwhelming to interact with the world um, or other people. Uh, And during my most recent depressive episode, as I've I've come to call them, I had a friend who reached out and wanted to hang out. Mm. And I just felt that felt like the hardest ask in the world. Mm. And so I said no. Um, and the friend tried to insist and said, I know things are hard, but I want to spend time and I want to support you. And I said, I'm kind of all supported out. Mm. I don't have energy for this. And then, um, this, uh, this is happening over iMessage. So then you see those three little dots pop up Mm. and then disappear and then pop up and then disappear and then pop up and then disappear. And then finally a text came that said, you know, are you trying to stay away from me right now? Because something I am doing is triggering you. Mm. And in the moment I was like, it's hard enough for me to just say, I don't have energy to hang out. How do I even answer that question? So finally found the energy to say, no, there's no reason you don't need to be okay. I just need some space. Uh, And it was only as I, the fog of my most recent depressive episode started to lift that I started remembering that text in a very different way.
1: Hmm.
0: Um, What at that moment had felt pretty burdensome, I started to realize more and more was an incredibly vulnerable and courageous and loving reach out. Hmm. Vulnerable because this amazing friend of mine was willing to ask a pretty hard question. Is it me? Um, I'd be scared to ask that in the best of times. Hmm. The courage to do that and loving because The choice to do that meant that in that moment, my friend chose to be more invested in our relationship and any healing it may need than protecting themselves. And so I deeply, deeply appreciated it, Um, but after the fact. Mm. And I was struck both by how much I appreciated it in this present moment and how much I didn't appreciate Mm. that gift when it happened.
1: Well, Thomas, I really appreciate the way you share about this. Um, It seems like such a personal and meaningful anecdote. And Mm. I'm really feeling the tenderness of how you're sharing and the relationship you have with your friend. Mm. It's a reminder how complex appreciation is. When I think of the word appreciation, I think of lightness. Like, oh, it's easy and... But as you're describing, and it reminds me, how appreciation can be complex. We try to appreciate someone, they don't take it differently. Or mm. we someone appreciates us, and we don't realize it's happening. Yeah. I also appreciate the grace you're giving yourself and your friend mm. to give appreciation space. Mm. Because sometimes we need that space to really take it in. Mm. And on the topic of appreciation, um, I'm really excited to share... Matt, second question. I know last episode we talked that he gave us a a three-party question and let's play it now. Let's do it. My wife and I realized we were fighting more with each other because we were both feeling underappreciated when actually it was because most of our energy goes towards someone else who can't express their appreciation towards us, i.e. our baby. How do we appreciate each other more and also learn to be content despite giving of ourselves to someone who can't reciprocate but also recognizing that, of course, our parents and others have done the same for us.
0: I just, I love, love, love that question. Thank you, Matt. Um, And you know, James, the first thing that brings up for me is what are some times in your life that you felt the most appreciated? Hmm.
1: What your question brings to mind is the ways I've learned about how I like to be appreciated and mm. uh, the the framework of love languages comes to mind. Mm. Just because you're the podcast co-host, I'll share a story of you. <laughs> or just, I guess, stories of you. Um, you know, I think early in our relationship, Thomas, I remember getting long texts from you <laughs> <laughs> about how you appreciated our friendship uh, and... I remember being confused at first because I've never received, like, long text messages. As some of my older friends know, my texting for a long time was, like, very short, very transactional, Mm. and I was like, yeah, this is, is like, people send long text messages, (laughs) but I love receiving them, and I realized my, one of my love languages is words of affirmation, and... Mm. I just think about that so fondly because not only the, the pleasant feeling of being appreciated, mm. but the surprise and the joy of being surprised of mm. how I was appreciated and how mm. much the words meant, the ways you talked about a friendship, the ways you said, I love you. I think maybe you were one of my first friends who said that mm. to me. And those weren't necessarily the ways I grew up being appreciated mm. or learning express appreciation, but it meant a lot. And I think from being appreciated that way, I think I've learned to do that for others. Mm-hmm. Um, I've learned to ask for it for others more. So yeah, those are memories of feeling appreciated I wanted to share with you yeah. and our listeners out there.
0: Um, I, you've not shared that particular anecdote in a while and it means a lot to me. I'm just kind of sitting here and feeling very appreciated not to make it overly meta um, by that. But also remembering... How much I appreciated your friendship and how true that was as I was sending those texts, and just the mm. joy of of getting to know you in those early years, and realizing how different we were, and mm. yet our points of commonality, and and the joy that that's brought, and and has continued to bring. So I guess I'm just appreciating all in you. Yeah, and I know just
1: kind of going back to what we we're seeing earlier. There's a certain joy when appreciation is given and it's received the way it's intended
0: mm. Mm.
1: and you know what i definitely hear from matt's question is talking about some of the more complicated parts of appreciation right yeah. it sounds like um there's times with matt and his partner where and just knowing them they're such loving people um i find so much inspiration in their relationship but it sounds like he's describing moments where uh, there might be miscommunication in appreciation, mm. which I think leads to the, perhaps the feeling of being underappreciated yeah. with each other and the way they talk about their relationship to their child. Yeah. So what that makes me think about are, you know, what are the moments in our lives where maybe it's been a little different, where someone's trying to offer appreciation
0: yeah.
1: and it hasn't landed? Times where you try to appreciate someone and it didn't wor- work out the way you thought or maybe
0: yeah. the other way around story comes to mind almost immediately um and I'd referenced I I think first the example I gave earlier before Mm. we started was probably an example of where um you know I I I did not appreciate well but I think a moment where appreciation was given and not received actually going back to what as an inadvertent theme (laughs) of this podcast back to our roommate situation we're all younger and Um, There was one particular member of our roommates who would really go out of his way to get to know me um, and to express what he thought was interesting about me and what he wanted out of my life. And I'm not going to name this person until I get permission. Um, But we had such different communication styles Mm. that I experienced those moments of expression of appreciation as somewhat mockery. Mm. Um, I experienced those, uh, the curiosity he showed as a way of like appreciating my, my life many times as um, just an attempt to kind of convince me to believe what he wanted me to believe. Mm. Um, and so I ended up spending a lot of energy in our relationship Almost ducking mm. his attempts at appreciation, yeah. sometimes through sarcasm, sometimes through just avoidance. Um, and we've been friends long enough now for me to know how genuine mm. those um, those those offerings of of appreciation and care were. Mm. But for for years, that's not how I experienced them at all.
1: Yeah. Thanks for sharing that, Thomas. Um, yeah, naming the the thread of how when one attempts to f- appreciate, and I'm also just like thinking about kind of the complexity of how it affect your relationship, but also maybe from the other person's end of like how painful it is to try to attempt to appreciate and then mm. not have that felt at all. Mm. And just mm. again, just normalizing that that happens in life. Yeah. And I wonder what it might be like if we. You know, just to think about, especially in a moment of clarity, sometimes when it's a bit further away, when it's not your exact scenario, like, if we just recognize that there will be times in this world Mm. where people are offering us a gift, Mm. whether it's appreciation or something Mm. else, just seeing that that's just a part of life. Like, I guess, like, how might we change our behaviors or attitudes based on that? That also just reminds me of what we were talking about yesterday, of like, the power of change your narrative after the fact and sometimes mm. i know how powerful regret can be like mm. oh i wish i appreciate showed appreciation in the moment or i wish i received that appreciation in the moment yeah but yet like through this experience like kind of revisiting powerful stories we always have a chance to appreciate later yeah we always have a chance to receive appreciation later yeah and i really really want to take that and internalize that because that yeah. is so powerful yeah
0: yeah You know, one of the things that I've noticed um, in my life is that the people who um, I feel most appreciated by practice it more like a discipline than a response. At least that's the image I have. First is like, do you agree? Does that resonate with you? Um, And whether it does or not, what does that bring up for you?
1: Hmm. I think what it comes to mind is um the practice of gratitude mm. and uh so i think over the last year or so i've adopted a more consistent gratitude practice mm. i try to do it at the beginning of the day try to do at the end of the day Some days i miss and for the longest time people talked about like <laughs> the importance of a gratitude practice it probably is on all those lists you yeah. look up of, yeah. like how to live a happier life yeah things that like Smart people do every day. Yeah. <laughs> happy people do every day, and many days I read it and I don't feel much. Mm. But some days I read it and I feel differently. So, mm. yeah, I would say that I believe in the practice of practice.
0: Yeah, yeah. What what this brings up for me um, is actually something that I feel like you do almost as a discipline. I don't know whether that feels like a discipline to you, but it, it feels so regular that that is a discipline. Um, that when you see me emerge from my room, when I am in a depressive moment or coming out of one, you always ask me if you can give me a hug. Um, sometimes I say yes. I think a few times I, even that is too much. But whether or not I say yes or no, I always feel so appreciated for just who I am. Because in that moment, I feel like there isn't very much I can give. Mm. Um, and so the appreciation really feels like it is, it is just for the core of who I am. Um, and the reason that comes to mind is one of the things that I used to kind of bristle at um, with the roommate who shall not be named um, is that I had this belief that appreciation had to be spontaneous, mm. you know, and unpracticed to be real. Mm. Right. And I felt the practice and structure in the appreciation I was getting and I kind of rejected it as inherently less than or false, but I now come to love the regularity and the fact that I can expect that um, appreciation from you at my lowest times um, and that's just been an encouragement for me in my own life thinking through what are ways that I could actually disciplinize showing more appreciation to the people I love in my life
1: first Thomas I I feel really touched I didn't know how much it meant to you uh, hmm. I didn't really think about as a discipline but, um, but as a reaction hmm. you know you are someone in my life so easy to love and appreciate. So, it, <laughs> I'll just say say that. Um, and I, I do think about like conversations we have, maybe around those moments, is yeah, the ways we are gifts to others when we don't realize we are. Hmm. And I think that continues to be the theme of like this conversation, which is what are the ways people are trying to give. Mm. appreciation and you don't receive it but the opposite too or like people are giving so much and you don't even know and Mm. i'm just thinking about still the way generally the way you receive the hug or just the way you just acknowledge me is such a gift in that moment like i feel you're appreciating me and i'm I'm also thinking about like how like maybe the word appreciation feels like it's always like one side like one person gives a gift to the other and it's appreciated Mm and how that's maybe like the world is again much more complex than that like Mm. that we are all appreciating or attempting to appreciate Mm. others like i I can uh, maybe this is my worldview but i think people at our healthiest state we do actively appreciate but even when we're hurt and at a loss we're seeking something and we desire like i think people want to be in gratitude of others mm. and again if I, I i say this out loud as a thing i want to hold on to mm. because i think if i if i hold on to that and remind myself of it and internalize it i will see more appreciation in my life i will give mm. more appreciation in my life mm. and that's just like a beautiful thing
0: that is a really beautiful thing
1: based on the way you know matt describes this chapter of being a parenting journey i imagine that is it's probably one of the hardest parts of being a parent is that feeling of being underappreciated hmm. in such a stressful environment yeah at times but i wonder if that is yet another gift to hmm. be in that environment and matt expressing the curiosity through this question
0: hmm. like
1: him building that muscle to see appreciation in ways Hmm. That he might have not otherwise thought of or seen before, like that takes courage, that yeah. takes grace to others. I'm, I feel almost jealous of the way <laughs> Matt can grow in that
0: in the, in this way. Hmm. hmm. And you know, as you describe that, um, and this is something you've said before, but it's amazing how as our parenting friends work on being better partners to each other and being better parents to their kids, they also become wiser friends to us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and we get to benefit from the work <laughs> that they're doing. Um, and so we appreciate you, Matt, <laughs> for, all, for all of the growth that you are doing in your relationship and how that's a blessing to us as well. Thanks so much for listening to Dink. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend.
1: If you're interested in having a question answered on an episode send a recording to dinkpodcast at gmail.com.
0: As always, thanks to our friends and supporters for being so open with sharing your stories, joys, and struggles on the journey of paradigm.
1: And thank you to our listeners as well for the gift of your time. We We love love you
0: all.